Welcome to the official DevSlopes podcast, where we talk tech, code, jobs, freelancing, apps, startups, and more. This is the place to be if you want to upgrade your career, start that amazing app idea, learn to code, and take your skills to a whole new level. In this podcast, I interview interesting people in the world of tech, talking about their successes. We had a couple million active users, though. And their failures. Really, really challenging for me at first. I'm Mark Walbeck, your host, and let's talk tech. Official uh, DevSlopes Q&A, or just programming Q&A. Very casual, and uh, the point of this meeting is to just really ask questions, to to learn, to see what's going on in the world of development. Anyone here can feel free to share their expertise. Uh, You can ask questions uh, in the chat, um, or you can come on as well too. Um, And uh, you can also post questions in the Discord channel as well. So. Right out of the gate, I'm gonna just ask, are there any questions about anything at all? Uh, iOS, Android, project management, freelancing, code, web development. Well, I'll just kick it off then. So Andre, this wasn't by design by the way, but Andre noticed my little web plan on the wall. So at DevSlopes, we, we've changed our business model to really focus on mentorship and coaching. We have an iOS Academy, 16 week program and Android Academy. And what you see on the wall there is our upcoming web academy that we are pre-launching on Monday and we're working on it right now. And so it's for front end development. And yeah, the, the whole focus of this particular outline you see here, and I'll cover the, I'll talk about the topics there so you can kind of see, um, so you kind of see that what we're gonna cover. But the whole point is to help you get either a job or uh, to become a successful freelancer. So we cover on here, I'm just looking behind me, um, we're gonna go in, so this is also a 16 week program. So we're gonna cover HTML, obviously. It's for absolute beginners. So HTML, CSS, intermediate CSS, layouts, Flexbox. We're gonna try and do as much as we can without third party um, systems and components. Um, you'll, build your, you'll build a full on website with JavaScript and, um, excuse me, not with JavaScript, with CSS and HTML. Uh, and when I say full website, that means mobile responsive too. Like perfect, you'll become a master of HTML and CSS because our goal is, when you're four weeks into the program, we want you to be able to start taking on contract projects on Upwork. Like, can you help me, you know, beautify my website? Can you help me do some CSS, things like that? So four weeks after learning, you could actually get your first paid gig, which is, which is really cool. So this program is a little bit different than the other ones we've done in the past because it's very results focused. We want you, we want you to get paid. Um, and then we cover Git and version control. Uh, and then we go into JavaScript and we cover everything in JavaScript. You're gonna learn the vanilla JavaScript, like the basics. And then we go into ES6, uh, object-oriented programming, advanced JavaScript, and then you actually build on a full-on website, uh, full website with HTML, CSS, JavaScript, directly manipulating the DOM. Basically, what we used to do before there's jQuery, you're gonna learn to master all the core things so you know what's going on under the engine. Uh, and then we do get into jQuery. You're gonna become a master of jQuery and uh, because there's so many contract projects still in Upwork and other places where people um, need jQuery help like all over. I need help with HTML, CSS, JavaScript, and jQuery. And you're gonna learn that as well, which is gonna make your life way easier than just plain JavaScript. Networking APIs, that's gonna be a really hard week, but you have to learn how to master talking to servers and APIs uh, as a front end developer. Um, And then we go into React, Advanced React, um, SaaS. And then my favorite, we got some really cool sections at the end, which are really freelancing focused, but because it's a front end developer course, we're not gonna teach you how to build a backend with Node and you know, deploy it and then build databases, like, because that's a deep discipline in and of itself. 
So we actually are going to teach you though, how to deploy full stack apps, like the kind of jobs you see in Upwork. Um, the kind of jobs that you see, let me make sure I got everyone. No one's waiting to come in. Okay. Um, the kind of jobs that you see on Upwork. Um, and so like all the time people will be like, Hey, I need an app like for my store that where I can post photos and videos and things like that. So we're going to teach you how to build a full stack app, um, using Gatsby JS contentful, um, and some other systems that are free, um, where you could literally deploy, you can build a system and deploy a full stack app for a client, like in 24 hours. I'll teach you how to do that. Um, and then deployment, how to deploy to Netlify, which is an amazing place to deploy websites. And we'll also teach you how to deploy in DigitalOcean. And there's a final exam and stuff. Anyway, uh, it's, I'm really excited for it. Uh, it's also the technologies that I use myself when, when building things out. So, um, uh, Vikash asks, what is the difference between a website and freelance? Um, you know, so, um, basically you free, freelancing is just working for yourself. Uh, you know, basically rather than going to a company and you go inside there every day and they pay you a check, you're going to work for yourself, building websites, apps, things like that for other people. And they'll pay you money. Um, with freelancing though, you have to go find your clients. Whereas at a job, you don't ever have to worry about where your paycheck's coming from. With freelancing, you do have to worry about uh, where your paycheck's coming from. You have to find clients. And so you'll build websites and apps for clients. They'll pay you money uh, to do that. And you can actually make a lot more money and have more freedom and time as a freelancer once you start getting good with it. Uh, I know freelancers who make $250,000 a year just doing apps and websites and stuff and work 30 hours a week. Like It's a great lifestyle if you can figure out um, how to do it. So... Um, it's a really cool thing to do. Some people make their entire livings off of upwork.com. So what else? I'll just go down my list of topics here. Um, some of the things, so okay, I'll just, let's talk about web. We're on the subject of web right now. So, um, why do we teach, uh, react jQuery, HTML, CSS, JavaScript? Um, because it's their core components. React is a component modular based framework. It's the most popular one that's out there right now. Uh, in terms of modern component-based uh, frameworks. I would say Angular is a close second, and then Vue, that's V-U-E.js is probably a close third. And you've got other ones uh, that came before that, like Ember.js and some other templating languages. But it, it basically allows you to build beautiful applications very fast um, where you can actually inject code. Because prior to having the code uh, in the components for your web apps, like you'd build all of this like code in, let's say... Um, HTML, you build huge thing of HTML, huge thing of CSS. And then what you would do is you'd write all this code in the JavaScript to go fetch elements. So grab this element, grab this element, set its state, change this thing. And like your, your code would be huge. It, would, it was kind of a nightmare. Now with component-based uh, web development, the idea is you take um, a snippet of functionality. So let's say on a to-do list, you know, rather than building out an entire to-do list in one giant HTML file and then, you know, in CSS, and then you have to go grab all the elements. Well, now what we do is we build a component for the list itself, and then we build a component for the list item. We build a component for the button. And what we do is we actually put the code with the HTML and the CSS, like we kind of, um, to a degree, uh, it, we kind of put all those all together. We bundle them together, uh, self-contained. So your button code would have its own HTML, CSS, and the JavaScript. Uh, and so now you have these little buckets, these, these components that you could actually use on any project. So you can use these components on any project over and over and over again, which you could never do in the past. And so that's the power of React. It's super powerful, a super important thing to learn um, if you want to be a modern web developer, um, because most apps out there have to have a brain. They have to think um, and do meaningful things. Um, so that's why we focus on 
on React a lot. Um, we used to teach Bootstrap for uh, CSS layouts and grids, but with the advent and popularity of Flexbox, which is built into CSS, uh, Bootstrap is no longer needed, which is really cool, very fast. So that's why we uh, focus on that as well too. And why SAS? Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, when you start working with a lot of CSS, tons of CSS, it can be a real pain. Anybody, you know, anyone who's done it for a while can know it, it becomes a huge pain. You got specificity and a whole bunch of other things that make it a nightmare where some things are overriding other things. And if you ever have to, um, if you ever have to like put exclamation and then the word important somewhere in your CSS, it means you're doing it wrong. It means that your code is so messy that you know you don't know where things are going and and obviously you can get around that by doing it the right way but what sas allows us to do is to have better structure of our css right actually put actually put variables in there to have nested classes and um, to do things where you can clearly and easily modularize your css you don't have to run into those problems um, so um, most companies use sas in modern web apps uh, to some degree uh, large applications so what about demand in industry for web developers? Demand is huge. Um, in terms, let's talk about jobs for a second. So, the if you're just if all you know is HTML and CSS, it's hard to find a full time job doing that uh, because they need more. Companies need more. So, one example of this, and he's gonna he's actually helping us uh, with our program here is uh, my brother-in-law, Jason Brewer. He actually works at Dell Computers. He is a front-end web developer. And he does, and so all he does is front-end, but he does HTML, CSS, JavaScript, React, and then he has to learn um, design paradigms for React, um, like uh, it's called Flux. Uh, no, not Flux. What is, he uses the other one. Oh my gosh, my mind's going blank. A Redux. Thank you myself. Uh, he does a uh, Redux. And so um, he's, he has to learn a lot of things. And then there's tooling as well, too. So the demand is huge, uh, but not for just pure HTML and CSS. The days of building simple websites are over. However, on Upwork, you'll find projects like that right, where someone just needs quick HTML, CSS work done. Uh, and so you can get some paid work that way. But the, the job demand is huge uh, for contract projects, for full-time projects. Obviously, there's more web developer jobs than any other type of job out there, even over mobile. Like, there's tons of mobile jobs. Uh, we teach mobile development, but there's way more jobs for web uh, because web can be uh, more accessible uh, because uh, you can build it once and it works on phones and everywhere else. And so um, it's usually a go-to platform for uh, most startups and companies. So the, I, all I can say is the demand is huge. And what we teach with web is only a tiny bit. You know, there's... There's .NET, uh, you know, web that does. I don't. I can't even get into all the things. There's .NET. There's uh, Java-based web development. There's PHP. Um, there's Ruby on Rails. There's um, Python and Django. Like there's multiple stacks and avenues and paths. So web web development encompasses all of those things. I will say, in every single case, every single case, in every single path, you have to know HTML, CSS, and JavaScript. You cannot, there's no stack that does not include those. So uh, lots of jobs in that. JS Rock, PHP is not like, yeah, you know, PHP, here's my take on PHP. Um, it was, it grew like crazy and it infected millions of websites. So, you know, it's everyone, everyone uses it. Shopify uses it, you know, WordPress, it is everywhere. 
However, the amount of projects, new projects being built with PHP is significantly declining. Um, and they've done some things to improve the language. But the, the problem is um, things are just better now. Uh, I've developed in PHP and it was, it's nasty, right? Like you, you write, it's kind of like a templating framework to some degree, but plus more, like you write your HTML and then inside of it, you inject the PHP, which inserts variables and stuff. But then you also make like a lot of your API requests and things like that too, like right there in the HTML. And so you'll see these super long pages that are just full of crazy characters and information. And it's very hard to decipher and uh, it's not modularized at all. And again, I, I hear that it's say, Mark, stop smashing on PHP because with Laravel now, which is a framework, which I don't, I've never used. It's, it's amazing. That's what people say. I don't know. Uh, but uh, you can be sure is there's more jobs in JS than there are in PHP. But PHP is still around everywhere. Um, in fact, in India, they've been using it for such a long time and, and it's still very prevalent in India and Indian developers. Um, so it's, it's widely used over there still. Maybe worldwide too, of course. What else? Hmm. You know, it's funny. I had a lot of people message me also saying, I'm going to be, I'm going to come to this meeting tomorrow. This sounds amazing. Like, and, uh, I think everyone's just sleeping it, at least over here in the U S everyone's well, it's early AM over in your time too. Maybe 8 AM is not a good time for these, but, uh, um, it's kind of funny how that works. Um, uh, just everything people like, even when you're like launching a course or a product or something, like you'll get like 500 people on the wait list who are like, I want to do this. And then like a fraction of them actually like move forward on it. You know, um, they want to be part of the excitement, but like when it's like time to do the time to do the work, it's like, oh, I don't know yet. Um, what else do I have in this list here? Web development, freelancing. Um, so freelancing, uh, we're taking a bigger stand on that here at DevSlopes for anyone who cares. Uh, so we, um, in the past, we taught a lot of courses, $10 courses, which is fine. It's great. A lot of people's lives got changed, um, but now we're focused really on results and working with people one-on-one. -on -one. And so we have our academies, um, and uh, we also are focusing on freelancing now, and you'll see more of that in the future with DevSlopes. That's basically helping people get paid work, um, not full-time jobs, but uh, you know that's part of our thing too, but actually getting paid work, helping you land jobs and clients and prospects. Um, and we're doing more and more with that where we send personalized videos to people, helping them, um, helping them make progress on that because the whole sales side, there's a sales side of, there's a skill, your, what you know with code, you know, JavaScript, things like that. And if you want to be a freelancer and work from home, you have to find clients. If you don't have clients, you don't have the ability to pay your bills. But finding clients and then convincing them to work with you has nothing to do with programming, right? Like it's a completely different skill. And so we're training people, the technical people, um, which tend to have less sales skills than the average human. <laughs> um, I've, I've just been around developers for a long time. I can say that with certainty. So we're training them to um, be able to do something like well, there's a perfect example. Most people by default, when they go into like Upwork, for instance, they want to look for projects. They may, they may not even include a, a profile picture or they'll put someone else's profile picture up. They don't include information on there and then uh, about themselves or their projects. And then when people post projects, they just send a generic message saying, um, kind sir, consider my portfolio and projects. We could build this for you. We have experience in this, this, and this. And all of those get looked over because there is no human connection. There was no there's no point in that interaction where the, the 
the customer, the client felt connected to this person who's reaching out. So it's actually super important to train yourself to have a process where you can have success, where you can say, I know that if I do, if I reach out to five people, I will get this many projects and I need to have an, a discovery call or initial call, then a discovery call. And then here's my pricing plans. And when, once you get that process down, you can repeat this over and over and then it doesn't have to be scary anymore. You can predict your revenue. You can say, I'm going to get five web projects this week or this month. I'm going to finish those. That'll get me about $10,000 in revenue or whatever. Uh, and then you repeat the process. So we're, we're really focused right now on moving away from just being a, a coding school to being um, a place where we develop high income skills. You're going to learn the skills both on the tech side and on the uh, other side of it. So really excited about that. It has a lot to do with freelancing. So are these tools covered under your full stack web development? I want to start my own business after. Um, yep. So that uh, full stack. Uh, so the web Academy um, that we are pre-launching on Monday um, basically is, covers all of that stuff. And, and so we, so we have, so in that program, the, some of the things you learn are very freelancing focused and I do freelance coaching uh, in my Academy programs. People reach out to me and I give them advice and feedback um, once you learn the skills though, uh, we do have, I, I wasn't intending to pitch anything, but, uh, we do have a freelancer course where we train you on the core skills. And then if you find that you're really serious about all of this, we have what's called the freelance accelerator where we'll work with you one-on-one, -on -one, uh, to help you develop your business. Um, and we just launched that. So it's still morphing. But my point is, um, my point is it is so important to get the skills to close projects just as much as it is to do, um, to learn the skills. So, uh, what I can tell you is you would learn all the stuff that you need. We'd help you define your niche, like what you want to focus on and how to close projects. And you start really small with a small, tiny niche, like one little thing. Like I build, I want to build, you know, front end websites for law offices or whatever. Like we find something that's very specific that you can start closing projects on. And then, you start getting paid and then you start developing that out a little bit more and a little bit more and it's a process, but uh, you can build a successful business on it and have your own lifestyle and freedom, uh, which is, which is amazing. So, um, so yeah, I'll, if you, let's see here, how am I going to, how am I announcing this on Monday? Um, it's probably just going to be an email. Um, if you go, uh, because if you go to our website, there's a little chat bot there. Um, you can enter your email to get a free course. Um, and uh, it'll be iOS or Android, but that's the quickest way to get on my list. Or I'll be announcing it in the chat room as well too on Monday and you get more information about it. I, I just realized that I took off my, my email capture on our website so people could just get information. I need to put that back up. So uh, good question. Hey, welcome. Oh, there's Benjamin. I can, I can see you in the flesh now. Awesome. Good to have you here. Um, Cool. So we're talking about web development, freelancing. I'm just looking at the chat here. If someone wants to speak, you're welcome to speak as well too. Mobile, um, how to get a job, native cross-platform, Flutter versus React Native, iOS versus Android. Um, what else here? Benjamin, what do you do? What are you, what are you learning or working on? Can you hear me? I can hear you, yes. Okay. Um, well, right now I, I work as a senior storage engineer. And um, 
I'm, I'm looking to change career paths and I want to become a full-time developer, but I've struggled so much between jumping from different languages like C Sharp and C, C++, Python, um, and things like that. And I finally, and uh, my MacBook Pro I had is from 2011, so you can imagine I was kind of not able to keep up with the newer versions of Swift. So, um, so now I just got a new MacBook and I started nice. to get back into Swift. But I'm still kind of torn because I'm not sure if that's a a good path to take, especially with the market saturation and uh, just not really seeing jobs for it. So I kind of yeah. decided to stick with Java and like C Sharp and trying to trying to go full speed ahead on those. Okay. What do you recommend? Well, why why do you think there's a market saturation? That's curious to me. Um. I guess because of all the, the apps on the app store and you just see everybody seem to just kind of flood to iOS and, and uh, you know, just feeling like I could create something that would stand out would be, uh, feels improbable, I guess. Maybe that's the wrong mindset to have. Well, are you looking, are you looking for a job or, or what are you looking for? What's your goal? My, my goal is to eventually just be an independent software developer and maybe okay. and just have my own software company. Yeah. Just, you know, and not necessarily work for someone, but I felt getting a job, maybe a nine to five in coding would, um, you know, keep fueling the passion and um, keep me going in that mindset and in that that state of, of coding, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I could do it during the day and also moonlight yeah. as, a, as a developer too. Yeah. Well, you, that's the way to do it. Um, if, if you haven't um, listened to our podcast, my, my podcast does have a few episodes. Um, I interview a guy named Raymond. He uh, was learning to code, got a full-time job and was work moonlighting at night on his own app or apps. And then that actually turned eventually into a full-time business. Uh, really amazing story, actually. But my point is that's a really great way to do it. My second recommendation is you should do what you love the most or like kind of excite you. In, in terms of market saturation, it's saturated in that there's a lot of crummy apps and we don't need more crummy apps. But you have to consider in, in terms of jobs, there are so many jobs in mobile right now. Uh, and the reason for this is because, especially iOS is my first recommendation if you have a Mac and love iPhone, uh, because every startup that gets funding every single one, they build an iPhone app first. Here in Austin, Texas, for instance, there have been iPhone developer jobs on like Stack Overflow and other posts that have not been filled for over a year. We literally cannot get enough developers for the job. So in terms of a job, there's endless amounts of work. You can go on to Upwork as well too, like talk about moonlighting and just type in iOS. You're going to see tons and tons of projects on there. Um, so in terms of saturation with like coming up with your own idea, launching a really cool app, you know, ideas come. You know, and, and here's what I recommend to everybody. Don't even look at the app store. Like I know that the apps are making money, but do you know that most, most money made on iOS does not happen in the app store? Okay. Okay. So the, the idea, old ideas of like, let's launch an app and make a million dollars and have this really cool thing. Very few. There's very few. In fact, Tinder is like one of the very few companies out there that actually their business model relies on Apple in terms of, of revenue. Most companies, they sell products and services. And then their customers need mobile. And so they build out mobile. 
So for instance, you know, companies like HubSpot, a major marketing company, they have an amazing mobile app, you know, and they charge businesses like $2,000 a month, crazy amounts of money. And their customers expect an amazing experience. So will Apple ever see a cent of that subscription payment? No, but did millions of dollars probably go into building that app? Yes, it did. And so that's, that's really where, that's really where businesses happen. And that's where apps happen is on the enterprise and business, uh, even, uh, you know, business to customer, all those types of things, um, B2C, like, uh, it's all happening outside of transactions in the app store. So endless amounts of job opportunities that I can promise you. So if you love your iPhone or if, if you enjoy being in that ecosystem, you should totally do it and just commit to it in terms of job and stuff. There's lots of paths there too, but I will, uh, let me tell you something. It, it really depends on your personality. You sound kind of entrepreneurial minded a little bit here. Most of those Java jobs are in enterprise and corporate. And what you're going to do is you're going to clock in. Okay. Like you're like, and some of those companies still won't even go remote. Like, uh, I know an enterprise company right now with one of my developer buddies and like they had to work from home for a few months, but they're already pushing to have them back in the office, even making them wear masks and stuff like while they're working, they're like, we could just work from home. And they're so adamant about it. And so you're going to see a lot of that. So a lot of the, the Java enterprise, Java's, a lot of this enterprise, you can see a lot of that in corporate environments. Um, so you clock in, you clock out, you have multiple managers and bosses and things like that versus, um, and they're a little bit harder to get into as a new person, like your first job, because you have like five people interviewing you um, versus um, like a startup. Okay. Another, one of my students actually, very first job, uh, at a major, um, uh, like a major, or just a big radio company. Uh, first job paid $120,000 a year, the first iPhone job ever. And, you know, and it's a little more flexible, but even his company is a little tight on how they manage things. So then if you take it even further to like a brand new startup that has like 5 million in funding, you're going to be like working for six hours straight. And then like, all of a sudden like, we need to, we need you to learn this real quick. And then you learn this thing real quick. And we need you to learn that. And you learn so, so fast. And those kind of places, they let you, you know, sit on a couch, you know, or you take a break or you work from home, you know, like they're so focused on the end result. Whereas like the corporations are more focused on long-term sustainability and control, having control of the environment. And so those are just things to consider, uh, you know, the technology will in a little bit dictate where you go in your, in your career. There's, you know, like if you're a more entrepreneurial startup, you know, not a whole lot of startups use Java. They don't. They'll use like iPhone, Android, Ruby on Rails in the back end. You know, like so. There's my my size. My recommendation is find something that you love. Um, and surely mobile has huge opportunities. I don't know if that helps you at all, but that's my recommendation. No, that definitely helps. I, I truly appreciate it. Um, it. It's just been a struggle for years, and uh, I love iOS. I love the whole Apple ecosystem. So uh, that kind of is what drove me that direction. Um, but, you know, it, I do see a lot of web dev stuff. So then, you know, you kind of start thinking, should I go that way? You know, but I, I have absolutely zero interest in doing the web dev stuff. But it, it, there seems to be a lot of, you know, courses and, and boot camps and, and uh, uh, help and whatnot, yeah. you know, geared towards that. Yeah, there there's so much stuff out there. Um, and it, if you... Um, if you ever want to like chat in depth about whether iOS is a path for you, um, you can, you can go to our website, devsopes.com forward slash apply and fill out an application and we'll chat with you. Uh, you don't have to join our program if you don't want, but you can at least get all the information you need to figure out like, is this what I want to do? Um, we have 
literally like 10, 15 calls a day about this. Um, so uh, just, I'll put it here as well too. You can just bookmark that sometime if you want. Um, devslopes.com forward slash apply. I give you all the information you, you can need. Um, I will say about web development, um, there's huge opportunities there. Um, a lot of times people get into web development is because um, it, you know you can start with a $200 computer, you don't need a MacBook. Um, and it's, it's more accessible, meaning like web just works everywhere. Um, but uh, what, what I like to tell my new students or people who are considering different things is with iOS or Android, right? You learn Swift and you learn the iOS framework. Okay, you, that's it. You, that's all you learn. Or on Android, you learn Android and Kotlin, right? Um, so on web, you know, it's HTML, CSS, JavaScript, jQuery, React, a whole bunch of other things, which is fine. You got to learn those things. We, we teach those things. But um, I've literally seen people get jobs knowing absolutely nothing. And then four months later, getting their first, uh, their first iOS job. Uh, and I don't, tend, I don't tend to see that with web. Um, and on Java and .NET, that's, I don't ever see that. You know, you're going to be spending a good, a good year-ish, like becoming really expert at those things, like to get your first job. And finding junior jobs in the area can be a little bit tough. And here's the reason why. On a startup, startups usually want mobile apps or they need like Ruby on Rails, like open source stuff, because they need to move fast. If we don't move fast, we're going to go out of business. So if you come in with confidence and you're like, I'm a developer and they're like, well, are you senior? We're like, no, but I'm good. I can do this. And like, well, I don't have any other choices. Yeah, you're on board. You know, welcome. Whereas an enterprise company has $500 million. They're like, well, can you solve this algorithm? I don't know. We've got a, we've got a few candidates here we're considering. Um, we'll, we'll think about this, you know, and that's literally how, how it is. Um, so uh, you should definitely, again, watch my podcast. Uh, it's just the DevSoaps podcast. My first interview actually is with Henry and he, uh, he is a, uh, he's now an, a mobile architect and he says he makes, I think 200 grand a year. I think the number he said, or 180, something like that. But he tells in his story how I asked him, when was the, when you got your first iPhone job, your first development job from when you started learning, how long was it? And he said, four months, four months. And I was like, wow. And I asked him like, what, why did they choose you over everybody else? And he says, honestly, I just came in with confidence and they needed a good person and he got the job. So, um, anyway, some things to consider. <laughs> oh, you just start the iOS accelerate. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Um, cool. That that's like a, a good self-paced program to take. Uh, so, uh, awesome. Any, any questions from you, Andre? I know you're working on contract projects. You're learning iOS, you're learning Android, and I don't even know when you sleep, uh, because I see you around all the time everywhere. Just soaking it all in right now. I've actually never learned, taken on that as that much stuff in my life that you're like learning all at once. That's insane. What else? Uh, anyone have uh, any more questions? Hey, we have uh, Sergio here. Sergio, you can just type a question in the chat box. I can talk about anything. Web, mobile, .NET, games. Hey, Mark, how are you? Can you hear me? Can I, I talk as well? Or? Yeah, you can talk. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, great. Yeah, so... Um, I'm just just letting you know I'm here uh, on a Saturday in Saratoga Springs. We have three games, three kids having soccer games, so I apologize for the background noise. Try to move away from everybody. That's no worries. <laughs> um, but um, thank you for, for doing this. Um, my main question, and I think the biggest problem that I have is 
um, just trying to get over the hump and and um, and do iOS professionally. You know, I feel like I understand the concepts, um, MVC or um, classes and object oriented. Like, I feel like I understand it, but like, for example, um, trying to get a project from start to finish, I can do it with some help, but I want to be able to just go and be like, all right, I'm just going to do this uh, table view and, you know, here are the cells, this is the code, or I'm going to use. So my it's, my main issue, I think, is just getting over that hump. You know, I've been yeah. learning for a while, um, and I've, I've been taking courses, uh, which have helped a lot. Um, but um, I don't know what you suggest. I always wanted a mentor. Like, I always want somebody I can call and and not be afraid to ask and be like, hey, uh, yeah. you know, I don't understand um, – this concept can you help me out but i never really had that you know and i don't know if it's my personality um usually if i take classes i'm very quiet and just on my own uh well some people are more talkative you know yeah so uh, i think that's the biggest problem with me what do you suggest so sergio first off by the way i, I almost bought a house in saratoga springs uh obviously I, we started in utah um well, but uh <laughs> Um, so first off your case is completely normal. In fact, that's, that's all of our students. Um, and by the way, everyone, I did not intend for any of this meeting to be like a sales pitch or anything, but like, this is like why we literally created DevSlopes Academy. Um, so here, let me give you some perspective when you learn on your own. Well, first off, just, you know, 99% of students who take online courses, never finish them, never, never get a job, never succeed. That is literally like the percent. Um, and some people will say, okay, I need help. So they go to a $20,000 coding boot camp. Well, those are great because you're immersed in it, right? But you still hit that hump. And then when it's over, it's over. And when they talk about job placement, most of the time they place you at an internship, like $10 an hour, $15 an hour. And they're usually temporary. That's how they get their numbers up. And it still doesn't solve the problem. How do I get my job? How do I actually become a professional developer? And like, so that's literally why we don't, we don't make the new $10 courses anymore. And we only do the academy because you said earlier, you wish, wish you had a mentor you could call. And like, that's literally what we do at the Academy. Um, literally what we do. I, I send videos like Andre's part of Andre here is part of the Academy. I've sent him lots of videos. Uh, we send videos. We, when you, when you say, Hey, I'm starting a new project. How would I, what, what would you recommend going about it? Like I literally take look at your stuff and I take a, a recording on my phone or the computer and I say, okay, this is what I think you should do. So first I just want to, I just want to point out that mentorship is critical. It's why I created the DevSelves Academy because it is a missing, it is a missing link in the world of, of learning to code. You have to have somebody to push you and mentor you. So, uh, aside from, so aside from that, like the thing that you need that we do at our program, like specifically, um, you do need, you do need a mentor. Uh, you do need someone to push you through it because here's the problem. You, you learn and you learn and you learn and you've made more progress than most people because you're here um, asking these questions. But how do you actually get the job or launch the project or know what's right or know what to do next? And that's the problem. So my, my best recommendation for you um, outside of uh, going to devslopes.com forward slash apply, getting on the phone with us and I'll tell you everything that we can do for you. Aside from that, uh, find a mentor who you can do that with um, and going to things like this is helpful. But two, most importantly, you need to create a major project that you're passionate about uh, and, you need, and you need to do it and build it from A to Z. 
Um, and the reason why I say this, like not a, not a project someone else has created, like you need to come up with an idea and you need to build it out because it'll force you to learn the most important things in building your app in architecture, structure, things like that. Because when you're learning, you tend to run, once you learn the concepts, you're running in circles. That's how it works. Like you just like, oh, what do I do next? I don't know. Uh, in fact, yesterday, one of my students was like, Mark, um, I, you know, you're talking about all this stuff about like writing clean code and I just, I think I want to make it better. It's just not good enough. It's not good enough. And like, should I do this? Should I do that? And I'm like, well, is that what you should do? He's like, well, I really don't know. And I said to him, okay, if you don't know, if you're asking this question, you're not ready to refactor yet. You are not ready to do that. You need to just keep on learning. Stop worrying about doing it right or perfect because you're not there yet. Uh, and he's like, that makes, that makes sense. You know, because I'm sitting here, I'm not, I haven't coded for three hours because I feel like I'm not doing it right. And I was like, well, do you know what the right way is? And he's like, well, no. I was like, well, then don't worry about it, right? Keep on going. But he was stuck for hours and he would have probably been stuck there frustrated uh, for days if like I hadn't interjected. And so you literally have to have a senior person to give you that kind of information because um, that helps overcome depression, like discouragement and everything in between. So long story short, Definitely get on the phone. You don't have to join our program, but def if you're learning iPhone and you say that you need mentorship, I'm saying like, I can help you with that, but come get on the phone with us, uh, slash apply. We can at least talk through it. Uh, secondly, build a project from A to Z from scratch. Um, find a mentor if you can. So you're, you're with everyone else in that same boat. Hey, uh, I, I appreciate that. And, uh, yeah, I, I think the, I mean, I've tried boot camps, um, you know, classes, books, um, and I'm ready for the next level. I, I live, for, I have a good job, um, which I do lots of things, um, and it's good pay, but like you said earlier, uh, you know, it's not really what I love, you know. I want to build, I want to look at code and be able to build something that, like you said, um, something that will make a difference in the world you know i have a lot of ideas and um and so i'm not really getting that satisfaction right now at work so i'll definitely get on the phone again with nathan yeah uh, just need some time mm -hmm. um oh and one thing i want to point out is you live right next to lehigh and there are so many mobile developer jobs there and just jobs in general like like yeah. some people some people like someone told me the other day, they like lived in the middle of nowhere in like Wyoming. <laughs> and I was like, well, you're gonna have to find remote work for sure. But you like, you literally could drive to a hundred different companies. Like you have yeah. a better chance than anybody. For sure. Yeah, Lehigh is, is amazing. And, and I get those emails every day, like <laughs> e-calls and everything. But um, I just, I mean, I should just probably go on the interviews just to see how it is, you know? You probably, you probably <laughs> should, actually. Uh, you probably should. One of, one of my students, the one who got the, the uh, 120K job, he went to his first job interview and it, he was not qualified. He, he said he was not qualified for it. And I said, mm -hmm. just apply anyway. Don't say you're junior. Just say I'm capable and qualified. He went in for the interview and they gave him the job. But then they're like, wait, he doesn't have a degree. So then they rescinded the job offer. And I was like, what? And so then I actually helped him write an email to send back to them. Mm -hmm. uh, I was like, look, guys. And then we, we explained the whole situation, why he needs to be hired. And then they hired him. And um, like confidence is, is so key. Like if you can just go in with confidence, um, you know, like that's what people look for. Skill, of course, too. But, you know, the confidence is just as paramount. So uh, it would be worth a shot. 
Yeah, I did see one of your interviews with, um, I forgot his name. He's from Puerto Rico and he spoke yeah. about his story going to Florida and his confidence about building an app. Yeah. And Raymond, yeah. Yeah, Raymond, that's right. Yeah, yeah. He, flew, he flew over a thousand miles like, to go to a job interview uh, and he didn't even let them know he didn't live in the, he didn't even live in the country. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I, pre- I appreciate you, uh, Mark. Um, I, I listen to you like all the time mornings uh, you know marks on the on my phone you know so thanks but yeah no I, i'm i'm ready to take the next step so i'll keep in touch yeah cool um i mean i'm excited for you um well anybody uh, i guess we're going a little bit over here any last questions anything like we can talk about um before we wrap it up here it's your moment. These, these meetings, well, I'm going to keep doing these. They're going to get bigger. There's going to be a 50 people, 100 people here like weeks and months down the line. So is, is your, uh, you've got the floor right now. Uh, is anyone here on this meeting willing to get together and, and build stuff? Ping Andre. He's, his answer is always yes. I know for a fact he mentions, he mentions people. He talks to people all the time. <laughs> Great. And uh, yeah, make sure to join the free, if, for all you here, make sure you're in the free chat room in Discord uh, and you can definitely network there as well too. Perfect. And I'll record this and upload it so uh, no one will lose anybody. Okay, well, those are, these are great questions. I'm glad, I'm glad you all came and it wasn't just me talking to myself. Um, so uh, appreciate it. Um, and uh, again, if anyone just wants to chat on the phone about what we can do to help, devslopes.com forward slash apply, iOS, Android, and coming Monday, Web Academy. Um, or just uh, message me anytime as well, too, on Discord. I, I chat and send videos to people all the time. So thank you for your time, everyone. Thank you so much for listening in today. If you've liked what you heard, go ahead and click that subscribe button. You'll get notified every time a new episode comes out, and it'll also help us to grow this channel. And if you'd like to learn how to code, you can always visit us at devslopes.com with our coaching and mentorship-based learning. See you next time.